0: And before we get into the podcast episode, I just want to let you guys know I'm leaving the States again. I'm heading into Mexico. I'm going back to Tulum for just a, a short time. I spent most of this year there. I spent most of 2023 in Tulum. In fact, I spent most of 2023 in Mexico, Puerto Vallarta for a month in January. In fact, I spent the New Year there, and then uh, six months from February until August I was in Tulum, and now I'm going back, but I'll be there for the rest of the year, probably into the new year, likely into the new year, and just a few weeks into the new year. So I'm going to go back for about a month, maybe a month and a half. It's one of the places that I love, but I'm actually going back for a reason, a purpose this time. There's something that's calling me there, and I will let you guys know more about that in January. Right now, just to let you know, I'm going back there. so. If you guys are in the neighborhood, if you're in the Tulum neighborhood, go ahead and reach out to me and we'll see what can happen because it's such a small town that um, it's very easy to connect. It's very easy to get together and talk about all these things that you may be hearing on the podcast that you may have questions about. And, And of course, you can do this as well by enrolling in the academy because we have discussions, we've got webinars, we've got coaching, we've got all that stuff in the academy. So you can do that there too. But if you are going to be in Tulum, then I'm going to be there for the next 4 to i'd say 6 weeks. Now brothers, this podcast episode, I'm going to get into two topics here, two topics. But it, really what it is, it's a prologue. I mean it's an introduction for the next two or three podcast episodes to come this month in December. And really what the two topics are is perspective, right? Nothing is good, bad, right, or wrong, right? What we're talking about here is everything is perspective. It's all coming from a certain point of view, a certain subjectivity that is based on our conditioning and our, our very small sense of I, our very small sense of who I am, which is, you know, we could call the ego. The other topic that I'll get into in the second half of the podcast episode is this idea that things happen without reason that there's not a reason for why things happen. In other words, the word coincidence. We, We want to kind of begin to eliminate the word coincidence from our vocabulary in the same way that we eliminate the word can't from our vocabulary. So to begin, let's talk about this, nothing is right or wrong. I know this can be a very charging, a very triggering concept for a lot of you guys out there. Especially when you get really invested in something, when you're pulled in emotionally to something, when your emotions get involved, when you get when you see something that you really strongly agree with or really strongly disagree with. When these things happen, we begin to make our opinions powerful. We begin to make our subjectivity, our perspective into right and the others wrong. And this is a part of the human condition that really narrows us and keeps us disconnected from each other, disconnected from ourselves because it's not who we are. The opinion, the thought, is not who we are. The opinion or the thought is a part of our conditioning. It's a part of the process of society. And we can talk about society in and of itself and what is society, society being the constructs of education, of institution of all the things having to do with religion and government and parenting and teaching and our friend circles and our cultures and all of these things that kind of go together to create a society as a whole. And we can begin to ask, are we a product of our society or do we make society a product of us? And that's really where this whole alpha It begins because as an alpha, you are not a product of society. You are not a tool for society to use as it sees fit, which is the beta, right? That's the beta that just kind of goes along with its conditioning, that goes along with its idea of what it's been taught. The alpha makes society a product of it. It opens up itself. It opens up itself from the inside, which is to say it finds silence. It finds creativity. It finds... Inspiration, it finds insight, it finds epiphany, and that comes from within. And so, when we talk about even society, we look at society, we say, Well, okay, so society is telling us this and that, and do we go along with it? Are we the tool of society? Are we this thing that is used and discarded at will by this idea of society? Or are we the function of society? Are we creating society as we go? And to kind of take that power back, to be empowered, to know that you are creating society in the way you see yourself and others is really what the whole alpha concept is about. It's not about, you know, these other alpha things. You know, it's funny, I had a a consultation call recently with a, a young gentleman who never listened to the podcast, just looked up Alpha Male on Google and We were the first that came up. The alpha male coach was the first that came up in the academy, and he booked a consultation call. And immediately, I could tell he'd never listened to the podcast because all of his ideas of alpha, he was looking to become an alpha. He's like, I need to be an alpha male. And his whole idea of being an alpha male was just very kind of old patterning. The old patterning of the alpha male gets a lot of chicks. And the alpha male, he's got a lot of muscles. And the alpha male, he's ambitious and driven in his business and he's successful. And all of these old, all this old patterning, and I knew right away that this old idea of alpha male is still very predominant in our, in a, well, at least in the internet and in our culture and in our, in our media, whether it be social or mass media, it's definitely there. Now, diverge a little bit, but to come full circle here, to come back around, there is no right or wrong. There is no good or bad. It's all perspective. And that perspective is from the viewpoint of the conditioning, which is why I got onto society, because it's really the perspective of society. Your upbringing, your culture, your conditioning, your society is going to be different in terms of perspective, in terms of what is right or wrong, than someone else who has a different set of conditioning, a different set of ideals, a different set of beliefs, a different set of education, a different ideas on religion, different ideas on government, different ideas on on many, many things. In fact, we can see that very clearly as we simply look around the world and we see all the conflicts that are happening in the world, both large and small. I want to tell you guys a quick story. This is a very small conflict, right? Because the large conflicts are easy. You know, you want to know what the large conflicts are? Turn on the news. You want to I mean, you turn on the news, you can see what the large conflicts are. You know, all of these perspectives are out there. There's perspectives between the Republicans and the Democrats, right? There's the perspectives between, you know, the, the Palestinians and the Israelis. There's all these different perspectives that are out there. In a small way that may resonate with you a little bit more easily than these large sort of grand, huge scale perspectives or these grand, you know, these big conflicts is I was meditating. I was meditating in the park recently. And I was distracted. (laughs) I was distracted out of my meditations because there was a young couple in the park and they were within earshot. They were very close. And I could tell that there was something happening there. There was something happening with this young couple. It was a very simple thing, a very simple, they were talking and they were happy and they were joy and they were connected and they were in love. And then something very fascinating happened like I said, I was meditating, so I had my eyes closed, but I I can imagine that they decided to hold hands. And the female said to the male, oh, your hands are warm. And the male said to the female, oh, your hands are cold. And she said back to him, oh, no, 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 my hands aren't cold. Your hands are warm because you've had them in your pockets. And he said back to her, no, 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 my hands aren't warm. Your hands are cold because they've been out in the weather, you know, outside. I mean, here I am in Oregon and, you know, it's very cold here. And immediately, all of a sudden the disconnection occurred. They started to talk about this, they started to almost argue about this, whose hands were the in a neutral state of temperature, whose hands were normal to say, normal, I am right, and whose hands were not normal, whose hands were either too warm, right? If the woman, if the female says her hands were normal, then her partner's hands were too warm. And if the male said, hey, like my hands are normal, then his partner, the female's hands were too cold. And this created conflict. It created a conflict between these otherwise two very in-love, very connected people, these two connected beings. And immediately they disconnected and they began to butt heads, they began to, to to butt egos, right? Their egos came out. I'm right, my hands are fine, your hands are wrong, your hands are warm, your hands are cold. And it was just so fascinating that to happen in this moment that I had I'd been distracted by this because immediately my meditations went into this place of of perspective. It went into this place of right and wrong, good or bad. And this is always how it happens, isn't it? It's always how this is how every conflict begins. Every conflict begins with I am normal. I am right. I am stable. I am at peace. I am in homeostasis, whatever you want to call it, right? I am in this place of serenity, and you've agitated that serenity. You know, you have come in with your abnormality. You have come in with your warm hands. You have come in with your cold hands. My hands are normal. My hands are homeostasis. My hands are at peace. You have come in with your abnormal hands, your hands that have created conflict in my world of non-agitation. It's created agitation. And it's so funny because this is the beginning of every conflict, great and small, large and small. Every conflict really happens because of this. Because while one person is standing on the east side of the mountain, and another person is standing on the west side of the mountain, and they're both looking at the same mountain, it's the same mountain, the exact same structure, the same giant mass of rock and tree and perfect beauty and harmony. And they'll look at it from their perspective, and they'll say, this is the mountain. The west side is the mountain, On the west side of the mountain, there are trees and waterfalls and mist because it's in the valley and whatever, you know, because it gets caught up in the high pressure systems and low pressure systems. So there's a lot of warm moisture. but on the west side of the mountain, it's a desert. There's no moisture over there. So it's rocky and barren and dry and devoid of life. And as one person on the west side says, hey, look at this mountain, it's so lush and green and full of beauty and water and life and animals and they're all here and I can hear the birds singing and chirping. The person on the east side of the mountain says, no, 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 you're wrong. You're wrong about this mountain. This mountain is a desert. It's devoid of life. It has no life. There's no trees. There's no plants. There's no birds singing. There's no water flowing. All I see is rock and dust and dirt. Now, who's right? Who's wrong? Well, they're both right, (laughs) and they're both wrong. And that's just the point. The mountain is. The mountain is. Our perspective is not. Now, we can say that our perspective is as well, but it's not the totality of a perspective. It's like that story of the three blind men who approached an elephant, And they were asked to say, What is this? You know, you know, put your hands on it, what is this? And one of the blind men touched the trunk of the elephant and says, Oh, this is a snake. What we have here is a snake. And another one touched the ear of the elephant and said, Oh, it's a huge leaf, you know, a a giant leaf in the jungle. And another touched the toes of the elephant and said, Oh, it's a shell. It's a seashell from the ocean. You know, it's this hard, sort of soft surface and substance. And of course, are they right? Are they wrong? Are they all right? And they're all wrong. And that's the paradox, is that we, as human beings, we come to our perspectives and we hold on to our perspectives, especially when they're emotionally charged. It's very, it could be very easy. Like you might say to yourself, uh, well, these this two couple, they're just being silly, right? They could just laugh this off. Well, of course they could, but so could you. You could laugh off any conflict. We could laugh off any conflict simply by saying, well, it's a perspective. And that goes for the minor perspectives, of, does broccoli taste good or bad? (laughs) Right? Because somebody might say, oh, broccoli tastes horrible. I can't eat the stuff. It tastes horrible. It tastes like dirt. I don't want it in my mouth. I don't want to chew it. I just want, I I can't eat it. And somebody else might say, you are insane. You are crazy. This is the most delicious uh, vegetable that's out there. I can't believe that you don't like the way this tastes. Like, what is wrong with you? What is wrong with me? What is wrong with you? You like to put dirt in your mouth. You like to eat this green chunk of dirt. Like, is that what you enjoy? Is your tongue? Is your taste buds? Are they ruined? Are they broken? Do you not know that this tastes like dirt? What? Well, what do you mean, my taste buds? It's your taste buds that don't get it. You know, it tastes wonderful. It tastes delicious. There must be something wrong with your taste buds, with your tongue, because you, all you taste is dirt. You don't have the. You don't have the sophistication to understand the flavors and the variety and and all the beauty that comes out of this piece of broccoli, right? It's an acquired taste, as they say. There's something wrong with you because you haven't acquired it yet. (laughs) It's so very fascinating, but it's all perspective. And we could say the same of anybody. We could say the same of the Israelis. We could say the same of the Palestinians. We could say the same of the Republicans. We could say the same of the Democrats. We could say the same of every single human being no matter where they are in their lives, whether we're talking about a discussion between a couple in their home or whether we're talking about two heads of nations that are coming together to discuss their perspectives on the way they see their job, their role, their viewpoint, and the way they handle their nation, their people. Now, I want you to take that into the rest of the month because over the rest of the month, and I'm not going to tell you what we're going to get into. (laughs) I'm going to leave that as a surprise for the rest of the month for the next two or three podcast episodes. But I want you to take that And I want you to add it. This is why it's a prologue. I want you to add it with this idea that there's no such thing as coincidence. Now, I've touched on both of these concepts before, but this is kind of like a reminder podcast. It's kind of a podcast that comes in and says, hey guys, I want to remind you of these concepts, because as we go into this next month here, there is no such thing as coincidence. I realized a few weeks ago, I recorded a podcast called Causality is a Fallacy, and I will certainly go deeper into that if you guys want to. Again, if you want to come into the academy and discuss that, I would certainly go deeper into that. I want to kind of take a moment and go a little bit deeper now and to say, it's not that causality itself. There is such a thing as cause and effect. In fact, everything, every, everything you do, every action you take is affecting everything else. Everything else. It's not affecting one thing. That's what's the fallacy the fallacy is this idea of billiard balls, this idea that every action has an equal and opposite reaction. That's maybe true in physics when we look at the math. But what I'm talking about is a spiritual concept that every moment is the cause of every other moment. And that when I say every other moment, I'm not saying in time, because that's a part of the fallacy as well. It's not a time issue, brothers. It is an energetic issue. It's not where time has to do with, when I do this, that will happen. It's when I do this, everything will happen. And that may be very heavy. That may be a little too heavy in terms of both responsibility and conceptualizing. But really what it means is that there is no such thing as coincidence. There is no such thing as this is not happening, or this is just happening just because. Everything is happening for a reason. Now, most of the time, when we think about that, when we say everything is happening for a reason, most of the time, at least the way our brains work, the way our minds work, is we want to look backward. We want to say, okay, what's the reason? We want to look back when we say, okay, this is happening because of that, because of that thing that happened yesterday or last month or last even last year, if you can go back that far and trace that back. This is what therapy is about. A lot of people want to know why am I the way I am today? So they go to a therapist and the therapist will say, "Okay, let's unpack your childhood. Let's unpack your relationship with your mom. Let's unpack your relationship with your dad. Let's unpack whatever happened with your family or was there any was there neglect? Was there trauma? Well, let's unpack this. Let's go back and let's find out why you are the way you are today because of that." And of course, this is erroneous. Of course, this is what I mean by causality is a fallacy, because what's happening there is just another form of religion. Psychology is just a new religion. It has all the concepts, it has all the components of religion, and even the DSM-5, which is there on the fifth version of it, is just another way for the priests of psychology to kind of keep the parish in a certain form of uh, control. You know, we control you by labeling you. You know, you are depressed or you are ADD or you are anxiety or you are PTSD or all of these things. And they're just labels. They have nothing to do with who you are. Nothing at all. It's just it's just another form of control and form of labeling. And that's why, again, therapy is what therapy is. What I'm trying to get at here is that the idea, coincidence, is equally a fallacy because there is no coincidence. Everything that's happening is happening because of something that occurred energetically, spiritually here. I'm not saying in form. I'm not saying in material. I'm not saying in the world. I'm not saying because you ate that hamburger, you got sick, right? Because that's the causality is a fallacy. That's the idea that because I did this, that happened. The reason you got sick does have a cause, however. There is a cause to that. There is no coincidence. There's no coincidence to anything. And so we want to look at what is the cause. And again, not to get too far ahead of myself, I'm going to introduce these in the next couple podcast episodes, or maybe two or three podcast episodes. But I want you to begin to eliminate this idea that coincidences occur, that coincidences do not occur. Everything that happens in every moment is an effect. It's also a cause. Now, what it is an effect of is unknown and unknowable. And that's just the way it is, brothers. It's unknown and unknowable. And you know what? It doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. Okay? You may think, oh, I need to know, I need to know, I need to unpack this, I need to figure this out, I need to to have a reason, there has to be a reason. That's the mind. That's the mind working to try to solve a problem that doesn't exist. Everything that happens is an effect of a cause that preceded it, but that cause is not the issue. That cause is not, we don't need to be asking ourselves why. Why is we'll never get it, why we'll never get the job done. Why will keep us in a loop that prevents us from being present? Why keeps us looking back in the past and possibly looking into the future? Because at the same time, you may think, well, if it's happening, then it must be happening for some reason, some lesson I must learn, something that I must know so that I can grow and change in the future. And that's not it either. That's not going to get it either. Because it's just going to keep you in this why. It's going to keep you in your mind. It's going to keep you looping over and over again, trying to figure out, trying to reason down, trying to solve a problem that isn't there. There isn't anything there. Whatever's happening in the now is not a coincidence, but it's a moment for gratitude. And I'm going to stop right there, and I'm going to finish the podcast episode with this. I talked about gratitude a little bit, couple weeks ago talked about my own personal gratitude or at least one of one of the examples of where I was overcome with gratitude but it in every moment is a moment for gratitude and it doesn't matter it doesn't matter why why prevents gratitude why looks for a reason why wants to say it's because of. Again, it's the cause of, right? That's what because means. It's the cause of. It's the cause of my past. Oh, my parents were mean, or my my teachers were they were abusive, they were violent, or they were they didn't care, they were negligent, or grew up in a in a way that I wasn't able to express myself or whatever. You can go into all kinds of I could blame thousands of different reasons why somebody might look backward and say, This is the reason that I am. But the real reason that it's happening doesn't matter. What matters is that it's happening. It's here. It's now. And because it's happening, it's happening for you. Now, again, for you doesn't mean for the future. It doesn't mean it's happening for you to learn something. It doesn't mean it's happening for you to know something. It's just happening for you right now. Right now. Not for you to learn something in the future. Not for you to change and be somebody different or somebody better, which is also erroneous. Like, how are you going to be better than? The who you are. Who you are is there's no better. We talked about better as well. <laughs> the reason why it's happening is for you to see it, is for you to be grateful for it, is for you to recognize it for what it is. What it is is isness. What it is is hereness. What it is is nowness. What it is is the divine timing of presence. And it's happening in this moment for you, because now is the only moment that it could have happened. And to be grateful for that moment, this moment, whatever it is that's happening. Now, somebody might say, well, what if I'm sick? You know, what if I stub my toe? I mean, is that, should I be grateful for that? Yes. What if somebody runs up and smacks me across the face? Should I be grateful for that? Yes. What if somebody rips me off? What if they steal my money? Should I be grateful for that? Yes. What if I walk outside tomorrow morning and my motorcycle's gone or my car is missing? It got stolen. Should I be grateful for that? Yes. What if I win the lottery? Should I be grateful for that? Yes. What if I meet the woman of my dreams and we fall in love and we have spectacular time together and we travel the world and experience all kinds of amazing things? Should I be grateful for that? Yes. Yes, 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 be grateful for all of it. Because good and bad don't exist good and bad, like and dislike, don't exist. You think they exist because you don't know who you are. You think you are who you think you are. (laughs) Does that make sense, brothers? You think you are who you think you are. But that's not who you are. Who you think you are is not who you are. Who you think you are is the illusion that you're pretending to be. And you may be pretending to be this illusion on purpose. Or you may be pretending to be this illusion because you don't know That you're pretending to be this illusion. And that's where we get stuck. That's where we get stuck in the the perspective. That's where we get stuck in the I'm right, you're wrong. Because I'm right. And who I think I am is right. But who you think you are is an illusion. So, to wrap this up and prepare for the next few podcast episodes in this month. Number one, there is no right or wrong. There is no good or bad. There's only a perspective. There's the perspective of the east side of the mountain, the west side of the mountain. There's a perspective of the way something looks at when we look at it from the front and we look at it from the side. If I look at a 2 by 6 from the side, then I might think it's 6 inches wide and 2 inches deep. If I look at it from the front, I might think it's 2 inches wide and 6 inches deep. Who's right? Who's right? Who's wrong? Well, neither. Both. It's the same board. It's the same piece of lumber. You see? It's a perspective. Now, you can take anybody's perspective. You can say, this is my opinion. I like broccoli. That's my opinion. I'm taking that perspective. Fine. But it doesn't make you right. It doesn't mean that broccoli tastes good. It just means that you think it tastes good. And somebody that thinks it doesn't taste good, it doesn't make them wrong. Because in their perspective, it doesn't taste good. And that's how we create unity with each other. That's how we create connection with each other. Because we don't create connection and unity by believing that we, who I am, is right. And who you are is wrong. So that's number one. Number two, there is no coincidence. There's no such thing as coincidence. And everything that happens is happening for you. It's not a, number one. It's not a coincidence. It's not happening randomly. And number two, it's happening as both an effect and a cause, because in this moment, you are receiving exactly what it is you're meant to receive, and you are doing exactly what it is you're meant to be doing, and all of that is going to be m- much more understood later (laughs) and i'm gonna get into that over the next few podcast episodes so i'm gonna i know i know it's a cliffhanger brothers i'm keeping you on your toes you gotta wait another week for it but that's the way it is and until next week i love you guys and elevate your alpha thank you for listening to this episode of the alpha male coach podcast if you enjoy what you've heard and want even more Sign up for Unleash Your Alpha, your guide to shifting to the alpha mindset at the slash unleash